drive safe, text win home with your human host, Josh Matthews. Okay, there we go. And uh, so uh, this is uh, just, you know, just a podcast. And I'm here with uh, Sage, comma, Jackson. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> Dude, that's um, a good middle name. Thanks. My middle name is actually Alexander. I just don't like sounding like a knight every time I talk. <laughs> Sir, Sir Sage Alexander Jackson. It's a it's a strong name, I've been told. Dude, yeah, like that. <laughs> Dude. Well, it's funny. My 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 grandfather, his name was George Washington Jackson. <laughs> way yeah and so i thought that shit was so funny but yeah my whole family has strong names i guess dude like that is extremely buff names right there like like dude especially george washington like that uh, well, I, th- I thought it was a joke and like so my grandma i mean george jackson everybody would call him george jackson but he had like a super like a super deep weird voice and for the longest time i thought it was a joke when everybody would go george washington jackson and then <laughs> i was like i think like a junior or senior in high school and i like was talking to my dad and i was like what's like grandpa's real middle name and he's like washington like grandpa's name is george <laughs> washington jackson and i was like oh shit i thought that was like a joke but yeah no my my name is sage alexander jackson grandfather <laughs> Dude, you- george washington jackson Dude, those are, that's amazing like especially like dude like you do have it like an insanely strong name like that sounds like you you could easily just have that as like a like a band name and people are gonna think like dude that's a deathcore band for sure who is that oh that's the sage alexander jackson experience <laughs> like like tony like tony danza exactly yeah. like the tap dance extravaganza <laughs> yeah dude that's so sick oh my god i'm so glad you brought that up that's perfect yeah sorry i i railroaded you a little there dude (laughs) dude no no that's perfect railroad as much as you can uh that's uh, that's awesome to me but (laughs) dude but like okay so you dude so i like i i i know i know you're in face facts which is amazing but like i just literally went on your profile probably like a half an hour ago and i saw the band baby is that still a current project oh okay um yes it is i so before i ever did face facts um mm-hmm. Facefax was like um like a hiatus and then i was working graveyard and like hating my life and i hadn't been doing music for a long time i had moved okay. here from texas and i hadn't been doing anything Okay. And then uh, it was like on my one day off that I had like a week, I went to my friend Marco's. No, it wasn't my friend Marco's house, my friend Gene's house, but my friend Marco came over and they were like recorded. They were like kind of just dicking around and then they like recorded this like minute and a half long song. And I was like, and they were kind of like not treating it like anything. And it was one of the first times (laughs) I was like, yo, that sounds like, actually kind of good and then i asked them to like like set up the mic so i could do vocals and then i we did like a demo for it and then we all three were like whoa this could be like really fucking cool and it was organic and i think that they were like not like less interested but i was kind of putting my hands together like oh my fucking god i've never like been with a band that like 
could do something like what the hell (laughs) and so or like at all like when i lived in texas i didn't really play in bands or play any shows like my first real show was was with benoit or baby i should say but um, okay but we had a we like had like two writing sessions and then i hit no like two writing sessions and then andy messaged me on twitter asking if i knew any drummers and vocalists and i said do you just want to like start a band together because like i only had the one song and he was like he had a couple songs and so i was like oh like let's start a band and like before I even joined face facts, I was like super into face facts. Like I like thought they were the fucking shit. And like, hell yeah. And it was funny because I met Pichu, the drummer when I worked at Vans, he like came into the van store and he was wearing a knock loose shirt. And I was like, Oh, that's so sick. And he was like, Oh, like you should check out my band. Like we're a hardcore band. And I was like, Oh, do you have any music? And he was like, no, we don't. But then it, the, music, <laughs> the music ended up being, I'm a dozen and, and black sheep. And I was like, yo dude, this shit's fucking good. So Hell when, yeah. and when I got Andy to join, I was like, Oh, this is going to be good. Got, got Andy from face facts. And like, we're, we're doing these things. And then we ended up writing from like October to December. And then we recorded from January until March, like when we released it. And Damn. it was funny because I was like doing like, I was like doing bad shit at the time. Like my yeah. ex-girlfriend was like doing a lot of drugs and I was like dabbling in that shit a lot too and working graveyard. So I was like, for them, they were, I feel like everybody was just recording these six songs. But for me, I was like, this is my life's work. And like, <laughs> I yeah. need to, and, and it was weird because like nobody, like we didn't tell anybody, we kept it a secret and we were just like silently working on these songs for three months. And we paid a guy like, hundred and fifty dollars and for our friend marco to give him three tattoos and we were re- <laughs> no way. yeah and we were recording two days a week for like three months wow oh my god dude. yeah and this dude was just like letting us come over i'm sure his wife was like pissed but like he was also being like i've never recorded a band i like before so i think it was kind of like being like that so we literally worked on this thing for like six months and then released it and like i'm i still go back and listen to the songs and i'm like these songs are fucking like good to me still like i worked super hard on it um but uh like we just marco is like a full-time tattooer and he was making a lot of money and then uh andy started doing face facts again because the vocalist kind of was getting his stuff back together at that point in time and uh Okay. There was like a little bit of beef that they had all squashed. So then they were like doing it again. And then on top of that, uh, there was like this other band named Benoit that hadn't been a band in like years. And then all of a sudden, the month after we released it, they were like, we're going to be Benoit too. And like, what? So uh, yeah, it was honestly like the worst thing. Like we, everything was set up to go. And like, I feel like the songs were good and like everything was good. And then just like a bunch of little things just kept happening that made it like not happen. Like it was weird. Yeah. Our, our first show, we got asked to play um, at Bridgetown. It was like a decent little like fest. I don't even know how we got at or like who asked us. I think it was uh, Joe actually. Oh, um, I'm pretty sure we played that. We played with you guys then. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, you guys did. That was yeah, you guys did. Um, I remember because you guys had the little 
fucking sign. And I was like, wow, these guys are super scram, scramsy. I know it's a fucking dumbass, <laughs> dumbass term, but oh yeah, no shit. I totally forgot about that. But yeah, then we played our, <laughs> our first show together and that was basically it. And then we played one more hometown show here and then we just couldn't. And then I changed the name to baby. And then that was kind of like it, I guess. Like we're not, not a band. Like yeah. we've written, we've written more demos for sure, but I don't know if they'll ever see the light of day. Sorry to answer your question. Yes, we're a band. It's probably <laughs> going to be, it's probably just going to be like an internet band or, or if I can ever convince the other members to want to do it. Oh, dude, that that's badass because like, because I literally, like I said, I listened to like the first couple of songs. I was like, oh, dude, this is gnarly. Like, and first of all, like. Your vocals are ridiculous. Like, like when I when I first like saw like face facts, I was like, holy shit. And then and then like and then like like seeing you and hearing your voice normally, I dude, you sound like a fucking monster. Like it's oh, it's fucking sick. Yeah, dude, it's gnarly. So like when like when I when I when then when I heard baby, I was like, damn, dude, like it's insane. Well, it's funny because like with baby, I like with baby, I don't I think we were all going for something a little bit different, which is why I think it like worked. Like yeah. uh Andy was kind of just doing his own thing and then the other guy, Marco, was kind of like the songs don't even sound like it, but he was just saying he kept saying that he was listening to like weekend nachos a lot, and I was like, These don't Hell even yeah. sound like these don't even sound like weekend nacho songs, but I guess if that was like the inspiration for it. And then like, for me, I just, I wanted to do, I liked the, I don't know, like the more like expire, like trapped under ice, like vocal, like, yeah. I don't know, that kind of thing. And so I think we were all just pulling from a little bit different things and that it ended up working out like that. But I, f I feel like I did the vocals like a little bit like lighter. And then with face facts, I like wanted them to be like, heavier because the the songs were heavier but now we're like kind of kind of getting kind of getting away from that you know we play in standard now so we're trying to oh, seriously uh, i don't think it's standard i think it's like a half step down or okay okay but like we're, we're kind of getting away from that for a while it was like uh what was it I, i'm bad with the drop whatever full step down but drop D, drop C, is that what that oh, is? Drop, yeah, that, that's that's what we play in, yeah. Yeah, so drop C is what it was originally, but then now I think we play in like half step down or standard drop D or something like that. Dude, guitar stuff, man. Yeah, it's not for me. <laughs> I mean, I play guitar. I'm good at like good at like like structuring a regular song, but like I can't I can't riff. I can't riff yeah. to save my life. <laughs> I wish I could. Like, I wish I could riff. I just, I don't know what it is. I don't have the, like, I don't have the patience for it. Like, I Dude. wish I could just write a sloppy breakdown when I'm, like, just feeling angry, but then I just, I just got to play Dust in the Wind instead if I can't. <laughs> That's awesome, though, dude. <laughs> yeah. Dude. But no, like, that, and then, yes, I, I totally agree. Like, your your vocals on Facebook, like, that demo that you guys, like, just put out is, like, stupid dude it's so it's ridiculous I, yeah dude i was so stoked like i was like damn and like so like how was like how was recording that like uh like you guys recorded with brad right yes we recorded with brad um and burt for that twice actually um damn. i'm i'm like i'm super picky and like so is andy mm -hmm. i mean pichu is as well but like i think that andy and i are both very like 
sticklers for things. So like we recorded the whole thing and then we had it for like a week or two. And Brad was like, yeah, just let me know what you want to uh, like, what do you want tweaked? And then we like sat down with everybody and we were like, yo, like we got to pay and go back. Like this shit sucks. <laughs> like we played Damn. it. So, like we did a bad job. And then like, it probably wasn't like the, the worst, but I mean, it definitely could have been like um, tighter. Like the first time we went in, uh, Pichu had never recorded before and he hadn't, we just didn't play to a click. Like, I guess we just thought we were too, or it was mostly me being like, we don't need it. Like, let's just sound like natural. And then yeah. Brad was like, Brad was like, yeah, it'll sound a little bit more raw. And then I was like, yeah, like just fucking, it'll be raw. And then like, we got the recordings back and I like, Pichu and I are just like wincing at the drums and like, oh, damn. and it's like, yeah, just certain parts were like off and like, it wasn't like anything Brad did. Like he, I mean, he fucking made it sound like how it did. It was just like the first time around. I don't think that we, I don't think we were playing tight enough or, you know, and I, there was like certain vocal parts that I like really just did not like and i mean i'm used to like i said the baby thing was like three months when we did five because we were allowed to do that on our own time i took like yeah. six six months to just keep redoing things over and over and over and over again and that's crazy honestly that's why nobody heard the songs that we used to play like there's demos of them that exist but i just kept changing things and fixing them to the point where Andy wrote new songs. So <laughs> damn now we have like these three songs that were a completely different batch of songs, but um, it was honestly really cool. Um, I mean, the second time around we went, I think like we were definitely like super focused on like making it as like crisp as we could and yeah. like trying really hard to get everything down and like, I mean, yeah, like I said, I think it's just me. Like, I get super fucking picky. Like, they, at one point, they, like, went to Del Taco. And, like, I don't think Brad, like, gets annoyed at me, per se. But, like, there was some parts where he was like, yeah, dude, sounds good. And I'm like, you just got to let me try it, like, two or three more times. And he'd be like, <laughs> all right. I mean, it, like, sounds good. And, like, at one point, he was like, yo, like, my ears are fucking with me. Because I had to hear the same shit, like, five times in a row, 20 times in a row. <laughs> and like I would, like I would just like sit there and do it. And he'd be like, You sure you don't want to just like come back to it? And I'd be like, No, like let me just try like 30 more times. Like, <laughs> Damn. I, I guess that's one, one only good thing, I guess, is that I'm pretty like persistent when it comes to vocals. I'm not like, Oh yeah, like that's good. Like just be done with it. Like even down to like the syllable. Like, I don't know, when you hear a song, like and you hear the way somebody like says something, like you go back and listen to it because you, like the way that they said it or like the way they enunciated it. Like yep. if I enunciate like an E or an I wrong, I'm like, no, that sounds weak. I got to make it sound throatier. Like I'm eating gravel. <laughs> Dude. No. And honestly, I feel like that's such a good thing to have. Like as a, especially a vocalist in the band, like, like, because that's like, like for everyone, that's the main thing that everyone wants to listen to anyways. Like, like I'm a drummer, but I, I definitely like go towards vocals because it just, it, it makes the band and it, it really does. And like for so long, I used to like more now, I like, I mean, obviously the music always matters, but I used to think course. that you, I, I used to think that you could get away with more without good music. But yeah. then sometimes I'll hear like a good vocalist and the music, like a good, like hardcore vocalist and the riffs will be ass. And I'm like, yo, like what the, that's not how it's supposed to be. The vocals are good. Why does the song suck? So like, yeah. <laughs> but I, I do get that. And I think that's why I do that because not everybody listening is like 
you know, listening to it for the riffs or the yeah. drums, you know? So like if the vocal isn't catchy or I don't, or the lot or the lyrics aren't catchy or something, like, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm really into like, like, I don't know, hooks, like even in hardcore, like I, I love a good call out or a good hook. I feel like we write a lot of choruses and hooks in our songs and I repeat a lot of things because I don't know, it's fun to do shit like that. I love a good hook dude yeah and then also like it's it's all like writing a hook or like repeating in general is like like also perfect especially in hardcore because then that's the part where the crowd's like either gonna like grab the mic and like do it with you or like all that like i i love that stuff like it's it, it's it makes it's it's so cool well it's funny because like i mean like i don't like not in like a ripoff way. I mean, like everybody's fucking like has done it. Like the, you know, screaming out one word or whatever. And then everybody's going off and stuff. But when I, oh, yeah. but when I first joined Ace Faction, we like first started playing like shows around a little bit. Like um, I was kind of wondering, cause like I wasn't in the scene. Like I was super like new, like I didn't, like they just asked me to join and I was picking up on all these shows or whatever and so i hadn't really listened to any of the bands and so when i uh when i like first joined face facts i like and like heard reclaim or whatever and there's the one song like reclaim damn, duka, duka, damn, yeah damn, damn. <laughs> um when we like when i saw them play for the first time and i saw everybody going off i was like yo like what the fuck like this shit's not like dead out here and like so i started getting like super duper interested in like you know like reclaim and like you guys but um yeah like for parts that people can sing along or whatever i like was i had that like in my head i was like what would be like a good like like a something and uh i like couldn't figure it out or like anything and then the second time we went i changed it to the do it at the beginning of no control yeah and, dude that's and so I, bad. I, I i thought that was like cheesy and then when it came out everybody was putting like do it on the post and i was like oh <laughs> Hell shit. yeah I'm like okay like maybe that'll be like a good thing and uh kichu and andy were like being like oh great now we're gonna be like the do it guys like everybody's gonna call us we're gonna be the nike the nike band or something oh dude that's amazing yeah you know product product placement you got to put it right on the center of the table so they can <laughs> dude oh man that that totally calls for like a a nike rip dude Oh God, I fucking <laughs> hope so. Or a cease and desist. Oh, dude, right? That'd be perfect. I wonder if any band has gotten a cease and desist for like doing one of those logos. I I feel like they had to have, especially if it's like Nike. Like, but then again, I feel like you'd have to be a bigger, like, a, like a much bigger band for them to be like, yo, like you're making money off our shit right now. Like, well, like I mean, I get because like part of me thinks that they wouldn't say anything, but then like a couple years ago, there was like an Adam Twenty Two no jumper vlog and he was getting like a cease and desist for like a like a shitty gucci ripoff and like at the time wow. he was like at the time he was way less popular so i was like yo what the hell and it just made me think like do all these hardcore bands just like just get the one cease and desist and like all right just one round of merch we got our we got our warning <laughs> dude that has to be it man like it has hey, to be like power trip the kool-aid man like i'm not gonna break through your door and see you but like you guys gotta <laughs> you gotta you gotta cut this shit out <laughs> that's awesome dude it's so yeah. true that has that uh, it honestly sounds like a it sounds like a good business plan dude like it's like yo we have it's limited to 25 and we will literally never make it because of that cease and desist like well actually i was talking to justin and braxton oh yeah at, at um I think it was 
where the fuck was this? Sorry. I think it was at the dojo or some the dojo or somewhere else. I'm pretty sure it was at the dojo. Okay. And uh, I thought Justin was wearing a, I don't know if you know the skateboard company hookups. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Justin was wearing a hookups shirt and I was, or a hoodie. And I was like, Oh dude, like that's a fucking dope hookups hoodie. And he was like, what, what is that? And I was like, what? And his shirt said Jukai. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? And then <laughs> no way. Yeah. But then it was, it was weird because uh, Justin said that he like wore it out somewhere and that some girl was like, yo, like, I don't appreciate you wearing that. Like, that's my boyfriend's, like, company and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, I didn't know what the fuck she was talking about. And I was like, dude, that means her boyfriend was Jeremy fucking Klein. Like, what oh, are you talking dude, about? no and, way. Yeah, and Justin was like, yeah, dude, this girl said that, like, like, that she was Jeremy Klein's boyfriend. And she was like, what band is that? Like, what band is that? Why are they doing that? And it was the the logo of the girl, like, holding the gun with, like, the red circle background. And she's wearing, like, a yellow shirt. And, like, I, I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a she's just holding a gun, like facing the like the front or whatever. But yeah, I just thought that was super funny that allegedly Jeremy Klein's girlfriend like went up to Justin and was like, "I don't appreciate you wearing <laughs> some ripoff merch from my boyfriend's company." Oh, dude, that's amazing, dude. Especially knowing that like he 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 like by proxy just met Jeremy Klein. Yeah, through the <laughs> through the very front. And when yeah, everybody's exactly. like, "Wait, so, so you met him?" and it's like, "Well." I met him once removed. It was, it was <laughs> dude. That's amazing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm. I always think about doing like ripoff merch, but I'm. I never know what to pick. Dude, it, it, I mean, it's hard, but like, I mean, technically, anything. It, it, I mean, you could always just post like, "Yo, hey, what does anybody want?" <laughs> just see what. Yeah, they, yeah but just... see, that's the thing. That's why I started a band to do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> exactly, <you know>? dude. <laughs> I always come back to like, I don't know. I think I always come back to like skateboard ripoffs. Oh, like dude. I, there was a, there was one backtrack toy machine ripoff with like the, it's like the perched like devil cat. It's almost like a sphinx oh, yeah. looking cat, like laying down and it says backtrack at the bottom. There was like a stepping stone Casper t-shirt. Sorry. I like only keep tabs on merch. That's like ripoff tees. Cause I'm like, Fuck, yeah, it's <laughs> so sick. But, Dude, like yeah. I'm surprised. I I know a band probably has, but I haven't seen it. But like a toy machine ripoff of just like the like how like the hands together, like they should just put their band name on it. Oh, honestly, yeah, I haven't seen. It. You'd have to have a good long band name though, because they had the knuckle with like the seven, like the exactly. seven extra fingers and shit. Exactly, dude. Yeah, like, dude, I would love to see like, man, who would be good? Like, like knocked loose because that would be too many fingers, and like I I feel like that would sell like so fast. Oh, that would yeah, all the little all the little hype beast kids. Yeah. Wild. <laughs> Dude, seriously, like it's just like everyone wearing the Thrasher shirts, man. Like it's it's just a style at this point, which is so weird. Uh yeah. People I like it's funny because like I think that hardcore kids, like I don't know, like they shit on rap and they like call it dumb and they're like, oh, like there's no like meaning behind it and like all the shit they're into is whack, but then like those will be the same dudes rolling up a huge blunt in their Air Maxes and like a fucking <laughs> like in a in like a fucking beat down jersey. And you're like, dude, you lo- you look like you just walked out of an ASAP Ferg concert, but you're like <laughs> at a local backyard show. Like, what are you fucking talking about? Like, I don't know. Like, I think that like I, don't know, I think that this stylistically, like the the shit that people put their time and energy and focus on, it's a lot. Like the 
that whole Sanrio thing with Gulch. That was so like, the show was so over the top. Like I couldn't even believe that people were still talking about it when they were talking about it. It's just kind of like, it's literally just merch. And if people want to sell it for more to be a dick, then like, what can you do? I mean, it looked cool. I'm not yeah. gonna, I'm not gonna front ever. I I would buy one. I'm not gonna buy one for hundred and fifty dollars. But dude, no, that's ridiculous. Yeah, people are are pretty buck wild about that shit. And it's all like, I don't know. I feel like people give more power to it. Like they don't realize. Like I feel like a good example is like like people will like pay like two hundred dollars for or like a hardcore record, right? But like yeah the actual value of the record will only be like 40 or $50 or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, a, like it's like a rare, like let's say it's a rare black flag seven inch. Like it's really only worth like $50 in the world of vinyl, but like in the world of hardcore vinyl, it's worth like 200 to somebody, you know, like <laughs> exactly. I, like I feel like a good example is I, I went to Coachella a few years ago and yeah. uh, there's a big record store that's at Coachella every year. And they always have super rare fucking shit. And I got um, I got a first pressing of a Mineral record and the Gloria record, and they were both only twenty five dollars. What? And I was asking the dude, I was like, "Yo, like, is this right? Like, is this a first pressing?" And he was like, "Yeah, no, it's not the reprint one. It's not the reissue. It's like the first. It was N Serenading, the green one. I don't know if you listen to Mineral that no, much. No, I've, or... I've heard I've heard of the band, and I know I've I've definitely heard some of their st- songs, but I I couldn't name them. Oh, no, you're all good. Uh, Mineral, they're basically like, I feel like they were just a, a less popular American football and like a better oh. way. I'm going to sound super whatever to everybody going, talking about emo or whatever, but Mineral, <laughs> Miner- Mineral's my shit. But uh, it was just like a record that I had seen being sold for like over a hundred dollars. And I would like wow. online on eBay or like on Discogs, like a, Discogs is the worst place to like look for records that you want because everybody's just selling them for so much. And so like, I feel like it's just stuff like that. Like, you know, like you just got to find it at the place. It's like somebody selling a Ralph Lauren shirt for a hundred dollars on Depop, but they only paid $10 for it at, you know, Goodwill. (laughs) At a garage sale. (laughs) Yeah. It's just what people put, put value or time into, I guess. No, it's true. Yeah, dude. And it sucks. Like, it's like, because like, like you said, like it could be worth like, nothing like quote unquote nothing and then people just like yeah but dude this is actually really sick if you get this yeah like oh god that like yeah like i said i don't know a better way to explain it than the mineral thing like i had looked for that record like a few years prior and i was like it's here in my hand for 20 dollars like it felt like it felt like i was like taking something from them and i was like what the fuck like this is like not real but yeah, it was just them being like, no, like, that's what it's worth. Do you want it? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> that's so sick, dude. <laughs> I also found a fur. I gave it to my friend, but it was a. Fuck. What was it? I don't want to sound dumb. I think it was Strife was signed to Victory Records, right? It was like a first pressing, like Victory Records, Strife, promo seven inch. It was like $10 or something. Like, hardcore is just not worth money in the real world, apparently. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, what the, like, just finding all these rare records that nobody wants. Um, there's actually, uh, I don't, I know you're into, I know that you're into like old, uh, like emotional hardcore and the, the scramsy stuff. Like, I don't know how much like old, uh, like regular emo you listen to. Like, I don't know if you know the band, um, Indian Summer. Uh, I've, Damn, I feel like I've I I know I've heard the name. I I bet I've listened to him, but again, 
I couldn't probably name you anything, but they, it's, it's oh no, you're all good. Uh, there's a same little record store, like they have like their little like emo section, and I like found this like record that it just looked cool, but it was um, I hadn't heard of either of them. It was Indian Summer and uh, Ordination of Aaron. Oh no, and, I've never. Yeah. When I when I picked it up, I was like, "Oh, this just looks cool" or whatever. And then I like looked it up online, and they were like these New Jersey like emo gods on like Inchworm <laughs> Records, like playing. And I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I just got this because it like looked cool. It was like hand screened and stuff on the cover, and I was like, "Wow, this oh, just no looks." It was like this just looks nice, but yeah, I always just you specifically because I know you listen to all that stuff. I almost actually recently. I was going to take a picture and send it to you and be like, hey, I don't know if you know these bands, but I own this rare record. Not, But I didn't want to look like I was just flexing. I just wanted to be like, hey, do you know these bands? You like them? But like, Dude, no, no. Even if you would have sent that, I would have been like, oh, dude, I'm totally going to check them out. Like, yeah, they're just like, so like, yeah, dude, like, I don't like it's I got it super easy, like whatever. But like, yeah, but no, th- th- I would have totally like appreciated that. That's badass. Yeah, I think you would like them. Indian Summer and Ordination of Aaron. Dude, no, I'm definitely no, I'm seriously gonna look them up because like like I don't know, like I guess like emo like recently I've just I mean I've been listening to like a lot of heavy heavier stuff, but like like if whenever I get into that phase, like I don't know, like I guess I would you classify what emo like I've been like slower stuff like like you said American American football I like that band's amazing, but like if you like American football, you should really check out the Gloria record and Mineral. Okay um it's from this guy named chris simpson okay um like i mean i don't know american football is good too i just in my opinion mineral was like the better american football like american football got crazy big somehow but like they literally had the same thing happen to them both like not doing anything with either band like mike kinsella wasn't doing anything with american football until like 2013 when the memes were just unstoppable with yeah. fucking that shit. And like to the point, like imagine like making enough jokes to where like a band just comes back. They're like, Oh, you guys want us to make money now? Like, I guess that's cool. <laughs> but uh, there was like an interview with him when somebody was uh, asking, it was like, like the big question everybody wants to know, like, why'd you guys give it up? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, we didn't give up. People just didn't care at the time. Like they do now, but like at the time they just didn't really, care and the same thing for mineral mineral has been doing like reunion shows for the last couple years but like chris simpson said the same thing he was like it just wasn't like viable like nobody liked us enough to you know for us to play overseas or like so like for them it was like some of the first times that they were playing in a lot of places because they were like you know getting to oh shit (laughs) one of my dogs is barking (laughs) dude Um, but no like, that's crazy to know. Like, it, it just sucks because, like, because I'm definitely gonna check out Mineral because if it's like, like, if you say it's the better American football, then that's that's really cool. And knowing that bands like that did like just basically faded away just because, like, it's like, yeah, like no one cared and like no one like, like because at one point it's gonna be like, well, I don't want to keep playing the same like bar show forever. Like, I would love to like venture out and uh, across the seas and stuff but like yeah, yeah to know that like a meme basically basically brought american football back is insane yeah i well like and i don't know i feel like i sound super lame like i i got into music like kind of late like um i i was like 15 oh i was like i was listening to music before like 
when I was in the eighth grade, like the self-titled Blink-182 album and System of a Down were like the fucking Bible, you know? But I didn't Dude, like, yeah. I didn't like play music and I didn't understand like, I didn't understand like looking up Blink-182 on YouTube and seeing recommended artists. Like I just didn't like click on that stuff or like I would listen to a song and I wouldn't like branch out or whatever. And then I was uh, 15 and it was 2013 and I had no idea about any sort of different cult. I mean, I was into skateboarding a lot, but I, like I said, no music, no scene or anything. And then yeah. my high school girlfriend was like, you listen to the shittiest fucking music. And I was like, <laughs> well, that was kind of rude. And then yeah. <laughs> I like remember being in class and she was like, here, like we're going to make you a tumbler and like literally made me a tumbler. And then it's like, go home and listen to these three bands. And the three bands were, Man Overboard, The Wonder Years, and Half Heart. And I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> and I, I went home and like came back and I was like, Yo, like that music you showed me was so sick. And then she was like, Here, I'll give you some more homework. Like basically every day I was just like <laughs> going home and listening to music. And then she basically like showed me how to use Tumblr and was like, Here, like you can find more music that you might like this way based on like hashtags and shit like that. And like you should like, you know, like go listen to like mixtapes on YouTube. And like, honestly, like it was just like, somebody was like, here's the, the roadmap to finding music and cool things. And like, I literally went from thinking that like bands, like just made albums with like one good song on it and filler to being like, <laughs> Whoa, you can like, like songs all the way through. And I lived in El Paso at the time. And so that year, uh, was warp tour and i lived right next to las cruces which was like 30 minutes away yeah um and that was the first year that i was getting into that music and it was 2013 so like fucking like the greatest generation from the wonder years had just come out oh dude I, oh my god man That's over it was like god it was like the wonder years man overboard sleeping with sirens fucking Kellen Quinn was walking on the crowd like he was a god at fucking rocks. I like <laughs> I don't I don't I don't give a fuck about that shit. I like I I love talking about all those old scene type bands. Even though I wasn't really like I don't know. I always say that I wasn't seen, but then like in the eighth grade, like in ninth grade, I only had crushes on like scene girls, and then like yeah. <laughs> I got I got into like scene music, and like I, I was always listening to Never Shout Never. Like I listened to Never Shout Never before I got got into all the other shit i was like i don't know heavy music <laughs> but eat me while i'm hot's pretty fucking oh, sick dude yes oh my god that's so awesome dude yeah eat me while i'm hot fucks i dude. i think that, that shit was really good. i i love christopher drew i went and saw him on his last tour before he oh, stopped really? playing yeah i fucking i got to that warp tour they did the band happy thing where you would like do yeah. a song workshop with them and i got to like meet him and play his guitar he was like what yeah, he so I went to one warp tour and I didn't get to like meet him and take a picture with him. Like I did yeah. meet him, but I didn't get to take a picture and I was like devastated. And like I got to sing a song with him though. Like what? there was there was only like there was only like 10 people for this like music class or whatever. And it's like behind all the buses and shit and he's oh, like okay. hey He's like, usually like the workshop is like, we'll write a song and like, you know, do that. But since there's not that many of you, do you just guys want to like sing, sing some songs with me? And everybody was like, uh, 
sure and so like <laughs> literally everybody gets to sing a song with him like it was fucking crazy like what yes like this one dude like sang 30 days with him and he was like super husky and he's like 30 days till christmas and all. <laughs> but like it was just super sick because we were all getting to sing with him and then i i sang i love you more than you will ever know because that's just me you know but, uh, but i got to sing it with him and it was super sick until like he had like he's got his guitar and like playing and we're fucking chilling with christopher drew and i'm like singing with christopher drew and he's like harmonizing and i'm like 15 and i'm like this is fucking oh dude the shit. i'm like this is the shit and then i yeah. like turned i turned to my left and what other idol would i see but uh disgruntled looking oliver sykes just shaking his head at me and then pointing at, and then pointing at me and looking at his looking at his friends and then i just felt like so embarrassed that i almost oh, like yeah I like wanted to stop singing, but I was like, it's okay. Your real hero is still singing with you. <laughs> Dude, that's insane. Oh, sorry. Hold on one sec. Sorry. Yeah, I know oh, you're good. Should I paint this black with white designs, like little ghosty designs, or white with black little monster designs? Josh. Yeah. White with black and ghost designs, or red no, with no, no, black no, no, and no. monster designs? Black My roommate Janet is an artist, and she's she's asking me for her opinion on something. Black oh, border badass! White ghosties. Black border with white ghosties. Or white border with black little devils. Or white border with black little devils. Your for pick. For a mirror. For a mirror. Uh, for a, ooh, I I think the white with the 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 black uh devils or whatever. White with black little devils. I like Josh, you were the deciding factor in that in that household. Yeah. You send him a picture when it's done. We'll send you a picture when it's done. I was about to say, please send me a picture. <laughs> that, that's awesome, dude. Sorry about that. No, it's okay, dude. Like, I hope that's the centerpiece of any Halloween, whatever. We're we're pretty we're pretty decorated over here right now. We've Hell got on. we've got little construction paper bats on the mirror, and <laughs> I bought a. I went to the 99 cent store and there was this like skeleton rat in a cage. And now yeah. I just can't stop looking at it and going, despite all my rage, I'm still just getting every time I look at it, I just can't stop thinking about that. Such a fucking, such a dad thing to do, but then you, then you own a rat in a cage and you literally can't stop thinking about it. It's <laughs> almost funny. like, it's almost like a, like, like a tick, like I look at it and I'm thinking about it while I'm talking to you. <laughs> That's amazing, dude. Sorry, I went off the rails again. Dude, I keep no. doing that. No, it's perfect. That's awesome, man. Like, yeah, I'm a I'm a rambler, so dude, I apologize. Dude, don't apologize. Like, I honestly like that. And like, I was even talking to like Riley. Like, he was like, dude, I honestly like when people just go off and just talk on whatever. And personally, like, I like hearing stories, anyways. Like. Like this is this is th that's cool to me. So like I dude, like knowing that you sang with Christopher Drew, I never would have thought like I would have like like you would that would have come out. And then also that like I would have been terrified. I would have instantly stopped singing if I saw Oliver Sykes saying like "Yo, no." Like I would have been dude, like, "What?" It was like, so it was so like it was so embarrassing. Like not oh, and yeah. it wasn't and it wasn't even because like. It wasn't even because like it was me singing because like even then like I was into like I was learning to sing at the time like I've always been like like good at singing like not to toot my horn or whatever I was like I didn't I, I, I wasn't the, I wasn't the worst singer out of the ten that were singing 
but his from where he was sitting his back was facing the whole time so like nobody could see who it was and it wasn't until i was singing that he finally turns around so then oh in my head in my head i'm thinking like this dude didn't turn around for anybody else that was singing like god awfully but you're gonna like (laughs) look at me and like point and like I'm sure it was just his breaking point. He's like, God, like get a load of this fucking barefoot asshole singing with these kids. (laughs) But, but but, you know, even though he was a dick to me, I I still went and saw the, the set after cause Semper Eternal had just come out and that shit was fucking awesome. Dude, dude. I don't know. I don't know how into bring me the horizon you were or never shout never or man overboard or sleeping with sirens, all those warp tour (laughs) bands. Dude. No, like, like uh bring me the horizon yes the, the sem paternal was perfect all the way through and then uh never shout never i only ever got uh into eat me while i'm hot but like danny was super into like never shout never so he literally oh. like knows all that stuff yeah i like when i say i was like into it like i was like i know every single never shout never song and how to play a majority of them on my guitar like not even <laughs> in like an ironic or like funny way like i still remember all of those songs and like still go back to them and listen to them and like a lot of people okay a lot of people gave him shit but like first of all he made brian stars cry he was the fucking king that yes. made brian stars cry so like we, so got, we gotta give him that and two for everybody giving him shit like i don't know anybody else that like was able to get like from the scene that got like a Warner Brothers debut album with Butch Vig as the producer. Like, holy Butch, shit, really? Yeah, his his harmony album. It's like a black and white one where he's holding a banjo and overalls. You could talk to your yeah. brother about that one. That was produced by Butch Vig. That same holy guy that produced shit. Never mind. So if yeah, like, dude. Oh, like, I don't know. People can talk shit, but you know they can say he's not a punk. But he he got to work with the biggest punk of all times producer so i mean i guess uh, to each their own but I, I respect christopher drew a lot and and never shot never even though he dude. was even though he was kind of a weirdo for a long time he's chill now i think <laughs> dude dude like that 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 alone makes me want like <clears throat> i've always wanted to go back and listen to him but i've literally just never thought about it but like oh dude like knowing that he worked worked with butch big is so sick like it's such a it's such a funny like such a funny thing to think about i guess because so many people know him as like the bubble gummy boy like i don't know yeah, yeah. he started every like started the scene of every guy trying to sing to girls with their ukulele the only thing <laughs> is that, like the only thing was that like that's actually how he was like everybody was like trying to be the ukulele guy like I don't know him. I feel like it was more natural. He wasn't trying that hard, but I'm not going to lie. If you do listen to it, there is some very bubble gummy songs, but there, there is some like more serious ones that are good. You should check out the, there's one called time travel. That mm-hmm. one is probably my favorite. That one's super fucking sick. Hell yeah, dude. No, I'm definitely going, dude. No, I'm definitely going to, I'm open to all that stuff. I love, I, I, and plus I've been, I kind of want to like, I would like to find bands to listen to like that anyway. Well, I feel like, I don't know. I feel bad. Cause like we're in the hardcore scene and like everybody will like talk to me about hardcore shit. And to be honest, like without sounding fake, like I didn't get into hardcore till so late. It's not that like, I don't have this like love for hardcore because I do it. Like 
I found it. It was the like it was the music that I found last, but it's definitely given me the most fulfillment doing. Yes, but, yeah, but yeah. like it is, like there's just so much more good music that I listen to that is not like heavy music that I I feel like I don't know. I don't know what it is with hardcore. Like it's like you either listen to hardcore, like get the like, or you don't, or like other music's <laughs> whack, or like I don't know, or like all they are like all anybody is sharing is the same hype 20 bands of the, of the year. Like, I don't know. People are afraid to share what they're listening to. Like I'll put screenshots of what I'm listening to up and it'll be like, get your freak on or like, let's get, <laughs> let's get it on. Like, I don't know. Like I, I like, like, I don't know. Like I love fucking, I love hardcore, but like, I definitely listen to like, like lately I've been listening to like not barely any hardcore. I feel like, I don't know. Dude, what no, it is. I find myself doing that too. Like, I like I I do listen to a lot of like 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 hardcore and all that stuff. But like like I've been listening to a lot of like Modest Mouse and like Death Cab for Cutie recently. And like, oh, dude, two of my favorites of all time, Ben Gibbard. Dude, you want to hear a uh, all time quarterback? His college. Oh, dude, thank you. Oh my God, no one else knows that band. I love oh, that, dude, dude. Don't worry. I know all the I know all the ones nobody knows. No, I'm just kidding. But dude. yeah, all time quarterback is is fucking. One of my that song "Send Packing" is one of my favorite songs of all time. Dude, That's a dude, really good song. I know it's the opening track, but "Plans Get Complex" is just oh, so perfect. It's a baller dude. track, dude. Yeah, and, super fucking dude, baller track. Have you ever heard Ben Gibbard's like punk project, uh, Pinwheel? Yes, I have. That oh, shit's also really fucking good, dude. Like literally, you're the only person that I've ever talked to because one time I just went down because I love Death Cab, like except. Okay, hold on. So I do love Death Cab, but like I got into them on plans. I love Narrow Stairs, and then uh, I Codes and Keys. I only got, I got a little into, and then I and I Kitten Sugi. I just recently listened to, and then I that hate one's it. good. That one I only like a lot because I know that he's talking about Zoe Deschanel exactly. The whole time. Yes, so like in my head, I'm like, oh god, it's all about her or whatever. But um, Death Cab, I got into. Like for me in high school, it was like plans, and yes, I, I had like listened to transatlanticism before, oh, which is amazing. Sorry, yeah, I found that after plans. Yeah, that was like, but when I was eighteen and I moved here, I like I do this thing where like I buy records, like especially if it's one that I know already or have heard a little bit, I'll like pay money for it. Yeah. So then I like force myself to listen to it more. Oh, that's cool. So like I bought this like forty five dollar like double LP like deluxe edition of Transatlanticism, oh, and I was dude. like I just paid like a lot for this, so I'm gonna like sit here and like study this, and I listened to it all the way through, and then I was like, I understand why this is the most <laughs> important one, and like it's so weird because I had listened to to Plan so much, and I had listened to um, God, what was the one right after Plans? Is that Narrow yeah, Stairs? Narrow was Stairs, that the one right yeah. after? Yeah, I listened yeah. to those two in high school like quite a bit. And then when I listened to Transatlanticism for the first time, like all the way through without skipping, I was like, this is like so different than those. Like, and like super fucking sad, but it's fucking rocks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Transatlanticism, probably my favorite. Number two, we have the facts and we're voting yes. I, I've still never listened to that. I, I know yeah. I love Death Cab uh, and I need a, to. That's a good one. Well, that's the cool thing about like 
I don't know, Death Cab for Cutie or music. I, I do this with movies too and music. If an album is really, really good or a movie I know is like really, really good, I like won't listen to it for a long time. So I have something to listen to in the future or like oh, to okay. watch in the future. Yeah. So like I like I didn't watch No Country for Old Men until I was 21 because I knew I was going to like it. But I was like, <laughs> I, I just need to wait so I have nothing on the tube. One night, had nothing to watch. I was like, all right, it's time to listen to this. So I feel like that's a good thing to do with music. Like, there's albums you, like, really want to listen to. You just hold out. And then when everything's super fucking stale, you just crank that out. I do that with Circus Survive a lot, oh, actually. Yeah. Like, I got into Circus Survive and Anthony Green super duper duper late. Yeah, same um, I I just never liked him. I don't know why. Like, I thought he was cool obviously like but you know it's fucking anthony green he's yeah he's the greenster or whatever but <laughs> I, I just i never got into it i think like i just like i don't know in my head like the music is more complex and less catchy so that's where i don't see the catchiness of it i guess but then I like definitely get that but i always told myself like i was like i know that circus survive is like cool like i know it's good like i know i like it but i just like don't like it and then <laughs> uh, I, I finally just like sat down and like listened to Avalon by Anthony Green all the way through and was like, oh, yes. what the fuck? And like my ex-girlfriend was like super into him and like showed me all the like the the B-side tracks that were like the hits. And I was like, you know what? I I missed out on this for sure. <laughs> dude, I dude, I know what you mean, because like like uh, I forget what I think. I forgot what record like uh, the difference between is on, but like that record was flawless. I can't remember if that's Jaterna or on letting go or if I'm just, I, or I'm, I'm missing. Oh, the, no, the different, no, the difference between poison and medicine yeah. is the, that's uh, on letting go the, uh, the hot air balloon album. Don't worry. I'm not fucking perfect either. <laughs> yeah. But like that record, that show, that song alone is ridiculous. But like when I first heard that, I was like, wow. Like, and like, I was like, dude, this is insane. And then, and then I remember like, I, I kind of fell out of them and I, and I remember Descensus coming out and I literally walked into a Best Buy and bought it on CD because I wanted to play it. In, I wanted to like, like my car had a CD player at the time. And I was like, I want to play it on a CD, like the, uh, like the way it should be. Like, I didn't want to stream it. I did. I literally waited till that record came out to play it in my car just because I was like, I wanted like it organically. And, and like when I did, I was like, this record's perfect. And I, I don't know if you ever listened to the census, but that, yeah, that I still, I still haven't. I listened to the, the singles on it. I've seen the music video with the, the where they're like in the, in the forest. Oh, the fucking oh, baby shit. boxing is fucking, yeah. shit's good. There's like one where they're like in the forest or something. And Anthony Green has these like goggles on. It's kind of a cool music video. I love that one where he's fucking boxing the baby though. Yeah, dude, Schism. That song is ridiculous, dude. Yeah, I really like um, Stop the Fucking Car on Jaterna. Yeah. Yeah, dude, see, I, I don't know the names, but I know I've heard the song. Uh, it's the... <laughs> Sorry, I was about to like just yell it, but no. I was going <laughs> to yell it in your ear because the fucking opening, <laughs> opening of that song is just him fucking shrieking. Oh, oh. <laughs> dude, oh my God, I would have been terrified. Feel that we're falling back to the ground. <laughs> oh yeah, that exactly. I know that's awesome. <laughs> that's a good. I also like uh, the song "Meet Me in Montauk." The end of that one, little internal sunshine riff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Dude, uh, 
dude see that's so that see that's so awesome but dude if you haven't listened to Descensus, listen to it because honestly nesting dolls is the uh i think that i've, song I've is... heard i've heard that song he like it's like oh, a b-side dude. it's like a b-side song or something that he that they shared with it i heard that one because he posted about it and like made a little thing about it but that nesting dolls is a kick-ass song dude dude that whole record all the way through i think it's only like nine songs or something it was kind of short but like it was such a great record i loved that one so much i just listened to the i mean it's old now but like i said i like waited uh the it's like the ep with the weird like i think it came out with blue sky noise but it's got like the wounded looking animal on it and it, it has the song uh stare like you'll stay yeah i i I don't know if I've ever listened to that EP, but I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's though. like, a, it's like I, I had seen the image before I heard it. It's like the weird, like wounded, it's like a weird wounded looking animal deer or something like that. It's or like, like, a, it's like a, it's like a deer with like a fucking face or something. And there's like a spider. Yeah. There's like a spider with like a rainbow or something. Yes. There's, like a, there's yes. like a bunch of weird shit, but yeah, they're like little images for it. But yeah, that EP is good damn dude yeah exactly okay well then i'm gonna have to check that out too like i like see like i this is also another like i've told multiple people this before and like uh but like i love i love doing this podcast because now i'm like learning even more about like certain people and then finding out like like hearing your vocals i would have never thought like yeah dude like one of my favorites is like death cab like same with me like that's one of my all-time favorite bands and yeah i i love fucking death cab and all that soft shit i i don't know like i don't know why people or i don't know i don't know what it is like when you play hardcore people just assume you listen to nothing but exactly. hardcore and like yeah. i'll hear inter- i'll hear interviews with people in bands and like they'll say the same thing and i'm just like there's no way that that's true but then like when i go to shows and like talk to people and they're only talking about that and i'm just like okay like if i talk about death cab for cutie i'm gonna i'm gonna get I'm gonna, beat up i'm gonna get whopped, i'm gonna get whopped over here or something like yeah. somebody's gonna fucking punch me in the head that's the guy that was listening to i'll follow you into the dark into his car get him get him <laughs> yeah my my two favorite like artists of all time are pedro the lion and kind of like spitting i don't know if you know either of those oh, two I've but never heard both. of those both really good. Pedro the Lion is, uh, Pedro the Lion's super good. I if you like Death Cab, you'll definitely like him. He used uh, he's from Seattle and uh, he used to play with Ben Gibbard and Death Cab for Cutie a lot. Oh no way! Like a lot, a lot. Yeah. Also, oh, there, there's this other thing. If you like Death Cab, sorry, I'm just going. I like all that little low key shit. If you like it, uh, it's on Bandcamp and you can find it still and on YouTube. I think. Um, Ben Gibbard recorded his first show he ever played as Death Cab for Cutie. It was like an acoustic show for his friends. What? And it, it was like a, yeah, it's like an, he recorded it. It's like, it's just an audio recording, but it's like a, a really long set. And like, it was like a, it was like a charity thing a while back, but it was a couple years ago. But yeah, you can still find it. I've gone and listened to it a few times, but it's weird to hear him playing at his first show. And he's like all sounding super, super fucking young and stuff. Damn, dude. No, I'm definitely going to check that. Dude, like, see, like, you talking about that. Have you ever listened to the band Idiot Pilot? Idiot Pilot? Yeah. I have not. Oh, dude, like, I feel like I, I him as a vocal, like, the guy, there's two vocal, like, I'm just going to send it to you, but, like, I feel like you'll actually really like that band. Oh, yeah. Well, I, so 
this is where I also feel weird. Like people will tell me about a band and then I'll immediately like pull it up and like type it and like save it in my phone. And like, people will be like, what are you doing? And I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. Like you said, idiot pilot. And I already typed it on my phone and like, <laughs> like save the artist so I could go back and listen to it. Dude. Okay. Well, okay. Well, I'm glad you did that because if you do listen to strange, we should strange, we should meet here first and then uh wolves and then they came out with a record like in 2019 that was just like oh yo actually now that i'm looking at this uh the tree album i've listened to before seriously yeah strange we should meet here dude i, I that that is one of my all-time favorite bands right there They're yeah my my ex-girlfriend showed me this band actually <coughs> oh, excuse really? me i'm coughing <coughs> <coughs> excuse me yeah my uh it's funny. I feel like I'm like shitty with music. Like a lot of ex-girlfriends have shown me a lot of music. <laughs> I mean, at least, at, at least they showed you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like same that same one that showed me Idiot Pilot also showed me uh, S Cities Burn. I don't know if you like them too. Never listened to them, but I know of them. S Cities Burn. I feel like you would like that shit a lot too. Hell yeah! Okay, dude, dude. Now we're just awesome. re- now we're just recommending music to each other. Yeah. Oh, also, I don't know. This is another thing I wanted to ask you one time. Do you like at the drive-in? Dude, I literally just got into them last year because of my old bassist of my old band that said, like, dude, like, listen to Relationship of Command. And I was like, okay. And I was like, this is insane. Because there was... I wanted to ask you if you knew them before. Like, one show, we were... Ta- we had, like, spoken about... We were talking about some music, and I was going to ask if you liked at the drive-in. Because when I lived in... I'll, I'm trying to remember. I was at a show talking to somebody about the Mars Volta. Do you know who the oh, Mars that's, Volta is? I love them, dude. Okay, then I think it was you that I was talking to you about, and I forgot to tell you this time because we were talking about the Mars Volta, but my teacher in high school was signed to Sergeant House. What? And, yeah, he was in this band called Zex Marquise, which is like a Gundam reference. Oh, nice. But, but my teacher in high school, his band was signed to Sergeant House, and one of the guys in the band was in the Mars Volta and all, oh and he was God. like, and because of that, he, they were like friends with at the drive-in and the Mars Volta and they would get to play with and open up for at the drive-in and the Mars Volta. And I remember like, this was before I got into at the drive-in, like I knew who they were and they were like popular and stuff. And like one yeah. day he was like, he was like, yo, like, do you want to meet, uh, like, do you want to meet Cedric from, from at the drive-in? And I, it was, it was, oh partially, it was partially because I was like nervous, but also like, like, I knew how famous they were, and I was, like, cool, but I didn't want to, like, meet him and not, like, know that much and, like, look like I wasn't a fan because I was, like, I was, like, fuck, like, that would be so cool. But I was, like, I told my teacher, I was, like, no, I think I think it's okay. He's, like, what? Like, you don't want to meet him? Like, I could, like, if you want, like, you could meet Cedric from at the drive-in. And I was just, like, no, I think I'm good if I'm being honest. Like, it's Dude. fine. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, what? And I, I always think back to that now and like, like regret it because I'm like, I could have probably like met him or whatever. But at the same time, I'm glad I didn't because I wouldn't have had like the same appreciation, you know? I get it. Yeah, I know what you mean. But like, damn, dude, just to know that you could have met him is just like, and like to, to know it, it's, it, and also that's kind of like strange to be able to have like, turned that down like i feel like anyone would have been like yeah i guess so i just like i said i was so like i get very starstruck easily like i I get starstruck so easily and so like in my head i was like that would be so sick but at the same time i was like but you don't know enough about at the drive-in to like talk to this dude (laughs) like it just wouldn't work and like 
I was like 15 and like in my head, I was just thinking like, this just can't go well. Like there's just no <laughs> way that like, and like, I don't know. I just feel like I've been, I've embarrassed myself too many times in front of people like that. Dude. Like, but I mean, Hey, if you, if you have a track record, I understand you want to ca- kind of get it clean again. Like, like, it's yeah. like I, I mean, I guess I have had like better practice now just because one of my friends, Micah, his dad is in, uh, Eagles of Death Metal, that band that was what? attacked in Paris, yeah, years ago. Um, yeah, his his dad is Jesse Hughes, but like, I like, I'm like super cool with his dad, but like, before I met him, like I didn't know who they were, so like the starstruckness like wasn't there. Yeah. So like yeah. it's weird. Like so when I met his dad, it was it was cool and fine, and he was like he was like thanks for not being like ever being weird in front of my dad and i'm like oh like it's fine like i didn't really know who he was so like it was easy yeah exactly but, but then like i met colin hanks tom hanks's son wow yeah at a, at a show and i like i kind of embarrassed myself in front of him <laughs> what'd you do dude that's awesome i mean well, it's I, not but i uh, yeah <laughs> well i thought i was it was like right when the kevin spacey thing had happened and like kevin spacey oh, yeah. was like and I don't know. It's like a show in LA. Uh, it was actually not to sound all too, too. The Pixies were playing. The Pixies were headlining. Oh, what? Oh, dude, that's sick. Yeah, it was his. Uh, it was his dad opening up for the Pixies at the Palladium, and it was sold out. And it yeah. fucking rocked, I have to say. But <laughs> uh, it was Colin Hanks, and I. I thought, like you know, I was like, you know, like not gonna get starstruck. Like I fucking love Tom Hanks. Like one of my favorite actors. Like meeting his son. Like this is so sick. Like whatever, like I'm backstage at this show, like this is fucking sick. Like we're all talking and drinking. It was my friend Micah and his his mom was standing there and it was actually Colin Hanks talking to my friend's mom about the Kevin Spacey thing. And he was saying like, oh yeah, like whenever he would be on set, like they would have to have like somebody to like keep him away from the kids or like somebody to like make sure he wouldn't get too close to the kids. And like really loud like as soon as soon as he said it i didn't even wait i was like that's so fucking disgusting like what the fuck is wrong with people and i was just coming out so and like i like i thought i was just interjecting something but like i was just being like fuck that like that's so fucking gross and like disgusting (laughs) but like i hadn't even introduced myself like he didn't know who i was like i was just i was just son's friend and he was looking at me funny but then like later his dad introduced me he's like oh this is my son's friend sage like have you guys met yet he was like oh Hey, like, and I was like, nice to meet you, man. Like, <laughs> hi. I was, I was the guy that was being, like, obnoxious while you were in the middle of talking. Like, I just, <laughs> I totally cut him off. And I was like, that's so fucked up. Like, how could some, like, how could people, like, be like that? Or, you know, and I was just like, yeah, I just should have, like, fucking shut up. When, when <laughs> yeah, but what can you do? Dude, but, like, I mean, I mean, you had, you had something to say, man. I, I did. I mean, I guess that that was that. I mean, I guess I, I can't say that it was like all bad because they're like, I don't know. I don't want to sound like I'm flexing, but I'm like on here, so I might as well talk about it. But <laughs> yeah, because like, uh, like I like you know f- like screwed the pooch with Colin Hanks or whatever. But um, so his dad plays in the band or whatever, and. Uh, Queens of the Stone Age was like doing a show in LA and like they hadn't done one there in a little while. And 
my friend Michael was like, yo, like my dad is going and like inviting a bunch of people and it's a big deal. Like, do you want to come? And I was like, yeah, like let's fucking go. Yeah. And he invites me and we go and like, we get to see Queens of the Stone Age side stage. And then like, we go down in the middle and we're like on the front and like, it was just fucking million dollar budget for the show. Like everything was super fucking sick. And then we like, are like, like watching from the side and my friend Micah like taps me and goes, Hey, do you see any pirates hanging out against the back wall over here? And I like looked and I was like, what the fuck is he like talking about? And I turn and I look and I see wearing a million fucking bracelets and like these skull fingerless gloves and like a bandana and like these big like pirate boots is just fucking yeah. is just Johnny Depp like chilling up against the wall. And we were just like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> like, no way. Yo, like, this is not fucking real right now. And, like, we were like, what the fuck? Like, and then we were like, who does he know? Like, and we were, I was like, is he like friends with your dad? And he's like, I don't like think so. And we were like, okay, like, fuck it. And then we're just kind of hanging out or whatever. And then it was like one of his dad's like friends. I don't know what she would have been. She was just like a, she was like an assistant type lady. Like, she was just making sure like we were hanging out or whatever. And uh, we oh, okay. asked her, we asked her if she, uh, would like ask Johnny Depp if we could get like a picture with him. And then she goes, Oh, well he was hanging out with your dad all night. Like if you go ask him, like, I'm sure he will. And we were like, he, like, and Jesse said he didn't know him. And they were like, Oh, well, they would have been <laughs> being like buddy, buddy all night. No way, dude. That's insane. So like, we're like backstage at this fucking, at this show, like Queens of the Stone Age show, everything's all fucking like, there's a bunch of people and it's super chaotic and my friend, my friend Micah asks Johnny Depp, like, if he, if we can take a picture with him and he's got like six chicks around him and he like looks at us and goes, yes, but we got to do it somewhere more private. Come, <laughs> Dude. come see me in like 10 minutes. And we what? were just, we were just like, what the fuck? And I was so sure that we like, weren't going to get the picture. And yeah. my friend Micah was like, no, he said like, meet him here in 10 minutes. And I was like, "Dude, like." There's so many people back here now because it was like after the show. So like it went from being like oh. nobody, nobody like backstage. But then like some people were like sneaking in and like it was just kind of like a big party type thing. Okay. And so we, we were like so sure that like we were not going to get a picture with him. Yeah. But then like I'm, I'm standing there and he my friend Micah starts pulling on me and he's like, yo, let's fucking go. And I turn and I see Johnny Depp like nod his head to this doorway. And we were like, oh. What? It's fucking like it's fucking go time. And so we go <laughs> and we we turn this corridor and it's that same blonde lady that was helping us and she's like, "Come on, hurry up. Like nobody saw you guys. Like we want to get you into the room quickly." <laughs> no so way, she, dude. She, they like move us into the room and then it's just me, my friend Micah, this lady that helped us get in, Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age what? and Johnny Depp. And <laughs> oh we were just God. like, "What the fuck?" And like, dude. And oh my, my God. And so my friend Micah like knows Josh because it's his like dad's fucking best friend. And he's like, hey, like, what's up, Josh? He's like, oh, do you guys like the show? And I think he thought that we were just coming to say like, what's up? And then my friend Micah was like, yo, Josh, like, can we get a picture with you and and Johnny? And <laughs> Josh and Josh Homme's being like, no, like, I don't think so. And he goes, I don't think he's like, I don't think Johnny Depp wants to take a picture right now. And then Johnny gets up and goes, it's fine. We can take a picture with him. I don't mind. And I was like, dude. Oh my God, like what the dude. fuck? Like, this oh my isn't God. Real. And I was like, there's, I was like, you know what? I don't care what anybody says. Johnny Depp is being a fucking kind human being right now. <laughs> and he, 
he like gets up to take the picture or whatever, and I like I like get up really quickly to put my arm around him so my friend wouldn't. So yeah. in the picture, like I'm the one standing right next to him. <laughs> yeah. But the the funniest part about all of it was when we went to take the picture, I was fucking so nervous. And then he like looks over at me and he goes, Hey, how should we pose for the picture? Like it ma- <laughs> like it mattered. And I was like, I was like, how should we pose? And he was like, Should we kick our feet out? Like were those like those dancers? And I was like, like an Irish river dancer. And he's like, no, 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 like a, like a go-go, like a rockette girl. And I was like, oh, for sure. And so if you look at the picture, like him and I are like posing the same way, but like my friend isn't. And so oh, in my head, I'm like, I'm like, that was my own little personal convo with Johnny Depp. We had our own little moment or whatever. <laughs> Dude, your best friend, Johnny Depp, man. Dude, JD. <laughs> if, you, if, if you go on my Instagram, the picture's there. I, I just always like laugh about it because like, that's just the sick. most random fucking thing. I also was, when I was working and living in a horrible environment and my ex-girlfriend was like, I'm going to leave and not talk to you and be on drugs for days. And I was like, I feel horrible. And then I like quit my job without telling them and just didn't show up. And then my friend was like, do you want to go see Queens of the Stone Age tonight? And I said, yup. <laughs> Damn, dude. What the? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> that's mind-blowing dude yeah one of the i i wasn't going to talk about that but i like i was like i'm going on on this podcast i don't have that many good stories but that's a pretty good i was like at least i, I was like i can i can i can talk sound like i've talked to famous people i mean i have <laughs> like make it, make it sound like it's something or something dude no like dude i <laughs> like i i would have never never expected that that's amazing man like yeah no super thankful for him my friend Micah he is he's taken me to do and see so many things like straight up I yeah I'm super thankful for him got to like sorry one more tidbit I guess the the other (laughs) thing is um we got to go on tour with Mastodon for three days one time too (laughs) yeah that was honestly pretty sick um we got to meet Brent like Okay, like honestly, too, the man Behinds from uh, from Macedon, fucking yep. super nice guy. He was the one with the fucking face tattoo. Face tattoo, yeah. He was yeah. in a giraffe tongue orchestra with Ben Wyman, like from oh, from uh, fucking Dillinger. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He was like because like like you know his he's friends with my friend's dad. He was like talking to us, and one of the nights we were like going into like the strip on las vegas and he like was like literally just like chilling with me and like talking to me for a few minutes and like we were just like kind of walking down the street and like we had this whole group of fucking people with us and like it was like the mastodon dudes and like yeah dude behinds being super chill smoking we're all smoking weed together and like they snuck us into a bar like him and him and my friend micah's dad they were like you guys don't have fake IDs. What the fuck? And then we like went to this, <laughs> we went to this bar anyway, and like, but uh, there was a a music festival one of that day in Las Vegas, and uh, I got to meet Craig Mabbitt from Escape the Fate. What? Yeah, <laughs> they were. It was like okay, it was like a butt rock festival. Like Avenged Sevenfold was playing, and okay. like yep. it was like it was like one of those like it was like Circus the Rock Fest K R O Q. Like it was something like that. And, <laughs> Um, 
but it, but Mastodon and Eagles of Death Metal were playing. We got to go, but Eagles of Death Metal opened up for Escape the Fate, and so like, oh my God. we were like backstage for all of Escape the Fate, and like Craig Mabbit just looked like a corn dog. Yeah, <laughs> he just had like the really tight pants on, and he was like muffin topping super hard. But hell yeah, dude! Those are two two of the most thankful experiences I have from my friend Micah meeting Johnny Depp and going on tour with Mastodon. Not too many people get to do shit like that, so very very thankful for those things, dude. Dude, don't, that that's like like those are two things that people probably dream about like doing. I mean. I don't know how many people dream about meeting Johnny Depp in a low-lit room with Josh Homme, who are oh, both cl- who have both clearly been doing things all night. But uh, <laughs> if they if they did have those dreams, then I would be living them. Yeah, dude, you lived it, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely like it. It definitely think that it it was mostly cool. Like from the standpoint of like it's just so different from the world that like you know you or I come from, like exactly. musically. Like, so it's honestly like, I don't know. It's just super cool to, I don't know, see what goes into it, I guess. Like, especially like, I don't know, like when we see, when we're seeing like music, I like it, it, you know, it's definitely more fun for me. Like when we got to see the Pixies open up, like seeing, seeing them fucking play, like seeing Francis fucking wail on a Telecaster in person was <laughs> that's so sick. Was fucking super sick. And like seeing Mastodon, seeing Mastodon play three days in a row was honestly pretty like hyped and Russian circles opened up. Oh, dude, see, like that's a band that I've never heard. I've, I've heard of, but I've never listened to them. Russian circles was really cool too. Um, just, yeah, I don't know. Like, they just all have so... I think the interesting thing is, like, they just have so much shit. Like, when I say you what you see going into it, I mean, like, literally seeing, like, 20 people load in, like, fucking, like, 10 orange amps for just the bass player, and you're like, what the fuck <laughs> is all this? Like, some of it doesn't even fucking look, like, plugged in and shit, but, yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> Ma- Ma- Mastodon. Mastodon Live was awesome. Pixies Live from that was awesome. Escape the Fate is the runner-up, just because Craig Mavitt could have been wearing looser pants, probably. <laughs> just dick. I feel bad. I've been rambling again for a long time, and I feel like I have barely answered any questions you have had for me. Dude, no, no. You literally answered all of them and just added, like, so many different stories, which I love. That's so sick, dude. Well, I'm I'm glad it didn't seem too rambly because I was nervous. I was gonna get like fucked up before I did this, and then I didn't because I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> I was like, I should probably be like pretty sober when I do this. <laughs> okay, okay, that sounds fucked. I'm not like get like like fucked up, fucked up. But I was gonna like I was gonna have a couple beers while I did this and like smoke weed, but I didn't want to like ramble even more than I already do sober. <laughs> so I, I yeah, I'm glad I didn't. So. I, that's That's awesome man like dude like no it was funny like i i I was like asking you a bunch like i asked you a bunch of questions like 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 i said i like knowing like the person like yes i want to know like like your band and all this stuff but like i mean i've seen your band i know who you are like like but like to get you to know better but like knowing that like you love never shout never i would have literally never asked that at a show so like that's what's super sick about this is that like now i know death after cutie like dude next time we play a show i'm gonna be like yo 
death cab and you're gonna be like i know and then we're gonna go sit in the no, car next, and cry next time and i like, see you you're gonna go death cab and i'm gonna go for cutie and we're gonna go, <laughs> but now that i now that i know that you you're into that shit if i if i'm ever drunk at 4 a.m stumbling across a death cab for cutie set from 2001 in arizona i will send it your way <laughs> dude please <laughs> that's one of my favorite things to do honestly is find like live sets that have like less than 500 views from like 2007 and just yeah. like get drunk and watch them all <laughs> that's so awesome dude i can just imagine like you're just like yeah dude this is it like I'm the Dude, only well, one watching this. Well, it's funny because like that's literally like, what, like what I gave you was like a real scenario. There was like this Death Cab for Cutie show in like Phoenix from like '01, and it was like for the album. We have the facts, and we're voting yes. And like, it's just a shitty dive bar show. Like the like no views on it, and I'm just like, there's nobody else watching the greatness unfolding <laughs> except for me. Why isn't anybody watching this shit? But it's really like shit that isn't that funny? Like as you get older, like all the shit that you think is like fucking god tier, like you get older and you're like, I could have been doing this. Like yeah, what the hell? Dude, exactly. When I was in high school, I would like look like I would look at some bands and be like, Oh my god, like they're the end all be all. And like I'm an adult now and I'm like, they never made a penny off of that. Like why do I think that they were like like, or I don't know, I would see a song on YouTube that had like 10,000 listens and I would be like, oh man, they must make like something from that. And I'm just yep. like, now that I'm older, I'm like, yeah, no, that's like not how it works. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, not at all, man. Like, I mean, I bet, I bet your Spotify money's come in and you've gotten your like, the, your dime for this year, right? Oh God. Well, okay. The only money I have ever made for Spotify was from Benoit. Like, I don't know why, but like, those still get listens on them sometimes. And like, yeah. the like, it was like last year. Uh, like I got like a notification from like PayPal, like one of my PayPal accounts, and it was just like, you have twelve dollars waiting for you. And I was like, from what? And it was like paid out to me through Spotify. And I was like, well, gonna go do the only thing to do. And I, I. <laughs> bought a six pack of beer with the only, <laughs> the only Spotify money I've like ever received. Didn't tell the band. I could have split it, could have split it uh, four ways, I guess, but I just, Oh man, everyone would have been stoked to get three bucks, dude. <laughs> I, I took the 12 er and ran. Okay. I, <laughs> dude, did what I, I did what I had to. Dude, all the members are going to hear this and you're going to get sued, man. Like, <laughs> Oh no, I guess I better. Guess I better get my shit together. <laughs> Dude. Gotta get a haircut if I'm going to court. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Like, dude, so like like it's so funny because like at this point we've been talking for an hour and like like one of the main questions that I wanted to ask you that people like like I just wanted to ask you and I don't know if people I like, I like I, I I know people are still listening. Uh, but, but like uh wait, what were you gonna say? Oh no, I was just laughing at what you said you were like i know i'm sure people are still listening at this point an hour in hell yeah <laughs> dude dude no like because i'm uh, i'm because like i'm the type of person that will like listen to the podcast the whole time no matter what even even if i don't know who it is it's just like yeah but this is interesting i like to know what this person has done i mean i'm i'm interested in the most mundane ass shit i mean yeah. I, I think the, i think the world is learning that with things like tiktok and all the youtube stars are like 
moms cooking in a kitchen for BuzzFeed now. Like those are the celebrities <laughs> of today. Like, <laughs> like I've been watching, like I've been watching this fucking, it's like a subsidiary of, of BuzzFeed. It's called Tasty. I've been watching this girl named Rie and it's called Make It Fancy. Yeah. She basically like, they give her like a shitty food like Doritos or instant ramen or like hot dogs. And she has to try to like <laughs> make it, she has to try to make it fancy. Oh, She's literally, awesome. literally just like a, like a mom, but like they got all the merch for her and she's got her like catchphrases and like, in my head, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, this is goofy. Like who would buy that? And I'm like, I've been watching these videos all fucking day and I kind of want one of those shirts now. Like, <laughs> they're like, and like, I don't know. She, it's so, I mean, Dude. <laughs> Dude. All right, I feel like I railed off again and like ignored your question. Dude, I, well, it's it's okay because I never asked the question, but like no like like it, it, this is going back to like literally the beginning. But how did you end up joining Face Facts? Like I've been wanting oh to know God, that. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. no. Okay. It's okay because like I knew I was going to come back to it, but like I'm glad we went all those different tangents. I personally li like li love that, but like I wanted to know how did you get asked to join or did you just say like yo, I'm in the band? No, I'm just kidding, but like <laughs> how do you get asked to join? First, I feel horrible that this is like a face or a podcast for about music things, and I didn't talk about music dude, things for dude, so long, I, dude. But it, it is about music, like because I'm talking to a lot of people about music. But like, I personally like just like I want to get to know you in general, and I already, dude. I've no, I've gotten to know you more. Like, if I were to ask you just straight up face facts stuff, you probably would have been like, okay, like this band, yeah, I started whatever, like, and like. I would have never known any of the other shit that you said. I would have never known you met Johnny Depp. So yeah, yeah, I'm stoked. Well, um, well, thank you. Um, I apologize again, but yeah, dude, don't um, apologize. Man. Uh, but face facts. Um, well, if you want me to get super story, Telly, I was at a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Uh, some old man was crying while doing karaoke. And yeah. I got a I got a text from Andy that said, "Hey, I need to talk to you about something important." And I was still trying to do Benoit baby like a little bit, like I was trying to get that limping horse to run. And I was yeah. like, I was like, Andy's gonna quit. He's gonna text me that he's quitting. Face Facts had been playing more shows again, and like I was seeing it, and I was just feeling already that day super shitty. And I'm like watching this guy cry while he's singing and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like i'm like andy's about to tell me that he's quitting face facts and like or he's about to tell me he's quitting baby and like i'm not gonna have a band anymore and i was like fuck and i was just sitting there eating my food and then like 10 minutes later he texted me and he was like you want to do vocals for face facts and i was just like yo like yes dude, like a thousand dude. times yes like a thousand million times yes that's so sick because like I said uh, at the beginning, like before I ever joined FaceFax, like Pichu came into Vans where I worked and like we were talking about music because of his shirt or whatever. And then like on Twitter, when it finally came out, he like messaged it to me and like I wasn't like directly friends with him, but like my ex-girlfriend was friends with the old vocalist. And so like when she found out that I liked them, she was like, oh, that's my my friend's band like we should go and i was like oh sick and so like from the first face fact show i like knew all the words to dime a dozen and shit and like oh badass black sheep and so like the it's funny because like the guest vocals for dime a dozen started with the old vocalist like i would go up and do it or whatever yeah yeah and then uh one show justin i don't know if like face like 
I don't know if it like started because like the old video, like there was an old video of me doing it, or like there was two old videos of me going up for the guest vocals, and then one show when I was like the new vocalist, Justin was like, "Oh, like can I get up and do guest vocals?" And I was like, "It's time to pass the torch. I'm not the guest." <laughs> I was like, "I don't do the guest vocals anymore." So, uh, <laughs> dude, that's so I guess sick. Got to pass the torch, but I always, uh, <laughs> I always make this joke to them that like. Uh, but I feel lucky that I got to join my favorite local band because like in El Paso, there, in El Paso, there wasn't any bands or anything. And so the fact that I watched Face Facts live here locally and like I knew them, I didn't, I didn't know them before. So like, I, I just like had met them in passing. And so like, yeah, yeah. I don't know the fact that I organically met all of them individually separately. And then I ended up getting to join Face Facts. Like, I mean, no nothing i've ever done musically was ever good or doing anything i literally just was like plopped into an already good band and then <laughs> everything so and then everything started going better so i was like oh fuck yeah like let's fucking do it i guess like i'll do vocals and then um here we are a year later two years later shit damn dude that's yeah. sick yeah so that was that's how i joined face facts Dude. I had I had one practice. Yeah. And then our first show was actually at the dojo and Pichu got off late. And when we showed up, there was like 10 people, like less than 10 people. And like Andy didn't want to play and neither did Sergio. But Pichu was like, I had to work fucking late and I still drove all the way out here. So we're going to play. And like, it was such a shitty show, but I was like, I just want to play so I can like get the shitty show out of the way first time around. <laughs> exactly. And like, it was definitely like probably one of like, if not like our worst show, like because there was nobody there, like, I don't know, people started picking up the cones every five seconds. It was literally mm -hmm. just like people were playing with lightsabers, but it was cones and we were just playing. Everybody was <laughs> whip whipping the shit out of each other. And I was just like, God damn it, man. Of course. Of course, but, man. Uh, you know, whatever floats their boat. Dude, dude. <laughs> exactly, man. Like, like, but like the thing is, like, trust me, I, I know I know exactly how you feel. I've definitely played many of those shows. <coughs> but, Sorry. But, <coughs> I'm coughing. It's, it's, it's all good. That's something. <coughs> ah. But you dude, can edit those out if you do editing on these at all. <laughs> dude, no, dude, I don't do editing. Everyone's going to hear you coughing, man. They're going to be like, oh, dude. All right, everybody, you hear that? We're going in raw. Yeah. <laughs> no edits. <laughs> dude, dude. Okay, so, like, I, I have, like, two last questions. But, like, yeah. the, the last one is, like, a two-part. But this one, like, uh, if your band was a TV show, what show would it be? Jersey Shore or Bad Girls Club? Sure. <laughs> Hell yes, dude. <laughs> Just maybe Jersey Shore. I think Jersey Shore. Maybe not Bad Girls Club because they all actually hate each other. They're all still friends <laughs> like Jersey Shore. I think Jersey Shore. We're all really big Jersey Shore fans. And fit. like we're all like really big Jersey Shore heads. Sure. <laughs> dude, that's <laughs> season two, season two, and season three of Jersey Shore. Fucking. That was some prime time television. <laughs> and and you know what? If I could have been at the 
If I could have been at the shore house, if it could have been me going to Karma every night, getting fucking lit, I would have, <laughs> I would have done it. I would have done it with the boys. Uh, oh, so you, you, <laughs> dude, that's amazing. Dude, okay, well then, uh, I now know Face Facts is uh, Jersey Shore. That's good. Uh, we're, we're, definitely, we're definitely Jersey Shore material. Dude, that's so awesome. I don't think we're like the, I don't know. I don't think we're like the most party band out of the people we know, but I always feel bad when I'm getting like drunk and like in our van and not talking to people. And then like, I'll come out and talk to people a little later. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I, I think we, I think we like to party. So Jersey Shore, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Dude. And then, and then also I like, I like, I like to, so like, I like to end on this and now I feel like I'm going to like, what has been your best and your worst show? I usually like to like now that I'm thinking about it, say your best one first because ending on the worst show is always terrible. <laughs> well, and I already said that once. So I'll think of a, like the actual actual worst one. Okay. <laughs> um, best show. Damn. I have like three that are tied, so I'm trying to pick. Oh, dude, just each one. Here, just... here, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you the, I'll give you my top three, but they're all for different reasons. Okay, for sure. Uh, I think that our best show for like, like turnout and for people and crowd reaction was the show at the CBR house where we play, where we opened up for Risk and played after Union Front. Oh, damn. And, and like Daniel told me later, he like did that on purpose the guy that helped set it up he was like i wanted to make sure like everybody was right there to fucking see you guys and like i wasn't even thinking about that i just was thinking like oh how come we're playing like after union front like isn't this their like isn't this their shit but he was like i wanted everybody to get there for like union front and then like see you and then stay for risk and i was like oh fuck like that's it first of all like thank you like what the fuck and like if he wouldn't have done that like i don't know i have like i have a lot to think Daniel for shout out Daniel son. But, um, <laughs> uh, that was like the most people we had played for. That was the most people like going off. It was the first time I had ever seen people like sing along to five. And like, it was people I didn't like know. And so oh, like, dude, it was, that's so it was sick. Weird. and I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is so sick. Uh, second one is, uh, and we got to go to Texas to play with higher power because that was like such a last second thing. And like, we all weren't sure if we were going to get off for work. And we were all like, this is kind of dumb to drive 10 hours there, 10 hours back, basically be driving for 20 hours and only being there for less than a day. Damn, uh, dude. That's so sick though, man. Yeah. But we did it. And I was like super happy because I mean, I used to live there. And so I got to see all of my, El Paso friends and introduce face facts to my friends from El Paso. And we got to meet the higher power dudes and kick it a little bit. And that was honestly really cool. And they were honestly super nice. And like, they like, it's so like, I don't know. I like, they were super duper nice. And like, I know they're from the UK, but um, look, I forgot his name, but I was talking to, I think he was the drummer and I was like talking to him and he was like, Oh, like, how come, like, you guys are from California? Like, what did you come all the way out here for this show for? Like, that's a really long drive. And I was like, I was like honestly, man, like, we drove all the way out here just to open up for you guys. And they were like, 
He was like, "Why would you do that for?" And I was like, "Dude!" I was like, "I was like, we like we like higher power a lot, and like I'm from here, and like it just seemed like fun." And he was, and he was telling me, "Thank you," and he was like, "Thank you for like driving out," and I was like, "No, like yeah, no thank way. you, like, yeah, like what the fuck?" Um, but no, Dude. they were they were all being like overly nice to us. All those guys were super nice and told us that we sounded good, which oh, I hope I hope we did. But um, and then last favorite show was um the san pedro beat the heat one just because i was feeling like i didn't really belong in face facts at first like yeah. i don't know why i think because i just i think i was bummed because baby was over and then i like joined someone else's band and i was feeling like you know people were singing along to somebody else's words and it wasn't really my band or whatever but um, that was the first show that we had a good amount of people moving and singing the songs. And it was like, it was the first show where I felt like people like viewed me as the new vocalist or like the vocalist, the not vocal. like who's yeah. the new guy or who's the new vocalist. It was just like, Oh, he's like in the band now. Like before that, it didn't really feel like that. But then after San Pedro, I was like, I felt like I got like everybody was into it. I felt like that was it for me. Um, oh, dude, that's so that's so cool to hear. And then worst show, one of the worst ones. Brad and Bert can vouch for this. <laughs> the Las Vegas show was so ass. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, like it was cool because we like walked around and like we all kicked it afterwards for a little bit, and we were just like walking around. We ate White Castle, which was cool. Got, glad I got to eat at the famous White Castle on the Strip. But, like, I don't know. The dude was, like, just super disorganized and, like, being super um, – like, it wasn't, like, a – like, it wasn't the worst turnout. It definitely wasn't good. But, like, I don't know. I guess, like, worst show just for, like, I don't know, organization stuff and, like – I don't know. It could have It could have just been a lot better. It was just – I don't know. I, I'm just like I hate disorganization at shows. Like it's already going to be disorganized, so the least you can do is like try a little bit to like make it a little bit easier. But um, oh, dude, trust me, I, I I'm in that same boat, dude. Like, yeah, and, and he also the, the dude that like through like through the show was like afterwards like yo, you guys are sick. Like we want to get you like to come out here again. And I was like, okay, like for sure. But um, like you have like gas money for us and stuff. And he was like, Oh yeah, for sure. Like for sure. And like, he could just kept telling me all night about this like big show. He was going to have us play later, but I was like, well, we just played one now. And you told us how you're going to give us a little bit of gas money. So that would like <laughs> help or whatever. Doesn't give us gas money. Uh, luckily we made a good amount like off merch to like not pay for gas, but like he like didn't end up giving us gas money. And then he was like, so the big show is like to open up for left behind, but like, I got to make sure you're down. And I was like, no, we're down. Yeah. Let us know if you're being serious. And he was like, no, I just want to make sure you're down. And I was like, let's, why don't we make sure like you're down, dude? Like, yeah. <laughs> he was just like, he was nice. Like his heart was in the right place, like throwing a show and like getting people out there. But like, like he didn't even get any like local bands, so no local people were there. It was literally like a San Bernardino show in Las Vegas. Like it was oh, damn, dude. Yeah, like, so it was all the same people that we're used to seeing. So like that like I feel like that's what made it the worst too. Was like there was no new faces. Like we were seeing all the same people that we're used to playing with and then just playing for them. So in a different in a yeah, in a different Yeah, place. just in a different place. I mean, it was like 
okay, not the worst. But I have a I, one of my childhood friends lives there, so I got to that was like the nice thing was that I got to kick it with him and introduce FaceX to them. Oh, that's badass. Yeah, so when we went to El Paso, stayed with one of my friends, got to introduce them. Las Vegas, stayed, introduced a friend. But I'm trying to think if we've had – I gave you, the, like, the top three for, like, the best shows, but I'm trying to think if we've had any other, like, like bad ones. <laughs> dude, it's, it's, it's always hard to think of it, dude. Like, it's, it's awesome. I, oh, I, oh, okay, okay. Um, okay, I got two. I got two. Okay, we're going to have two top threes. I thought of two more. <laughs> For sure. Uh, my friend Janet that you heard talk, the one that oh, came yeah. in with the mirror, the one that you helped make the financial decision for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was an artistic decision, not financial, but still. <laughs> it might make her money, so we'll decide. But There um, we go. Uh, but she came and it was... It was at the dojo, and I told my friend Janet, I was like, hey, the people at this house like to literally just like turn the concrete into like a boxing ring. Like, you might want to take a few steps back. And like, my friend Janet has gone to plenty of punk shows with me. So she was like, I think I'll be okay. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, they view this place like they're fucking like, like their promised land. Like, they will, like, no rule. Like, you'll just get fucking whopped in the head. And she was like, yeah, yeah. I'll be fine. <laughs> And like, I don't know. I don't like looking like an asshole or looking like a dick. I just have like a really big problem with dudes like chopping on girls or something. And yeah. so he like donkey kicked my friend Janet in the stomach. And when he did that, I like grabbed him by the back of his shirt collar and just started hitting him in the back of the fucking neck and head. And then Damn. afterward, and then afterwards, Justin was like was like, yo, bro, are you, like, good? Like, you were just hitting that dude. I was like, yeah, no, dude, like, we're just all moshing. I just, I just don't fuck with dudes hitting on girls, you know? Like, we're like, yeah. chaps, bro, chaps. And then that dude, like, afterwards tried to, like, dap me up. And I was like, it's all good, bro. You just got to watch where you're fucking kicking. Can't be kicking girls, dude, or I'm going to be right there. <laughs> Damn, dude, that's awesome. He was just like, no bad blood, right? Like, we cool? Like, everybody was just like, are you good, bro? And I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. Sorry, I just, I don't know. I don't. Like, I get that it's the whole don't want to get hit, get out of the pit. Like, if you're just going to blindly throw a backside kick, I mean, I'll fucking I'll get beat up in the parking lot by you and your 10 little punk friends if you want to kick a girl. Um, the, yeah. other, the other one was at, uh, it was like that 40 Fest. The one with Debo on the flyer. I think you guys played it. was like yellow and green. Oh, wait, wait was, was it, it the Garage oh, Homeland wait, Fest? Oh, yeah, that one, the, the Slamomania. Yeah. Oh, Slamomania. I called it 40 Fest. <laughs> it basically I, I, I was. Then, yeah. Um, the CYC dudes were there. Oh, yeah. And, I remember that. And one of the dudes, like, hit a girl. And then, like, I, like, I knew he was there with his, like, friends, so I didn't want to make it look, like, too bad. But, like, after he hit this girl, I, like, went in, like, right after and, like, just fucking, like, elbowed him, like, really hard. And then he, like... <laughs> And then the whole rest of the night, he kept trying to like swing on me. And then at one point, I just started like I just started swinging on him. And then the whole rest of the night, he was like getting up in my face while I was doing our set afterwards. Because he, I was like, he was like hitting on this girl like during the set beforehand. And that's when I kind of was like, dude, like what the fuck's your your deal? Yeah. And then the whole our whole set, he was like in my face. And anytime somebody was trying to like mosh or like two step, he would just push him out and be like, no, like. Like you're not fucking basically being like you're not gonna mosh to this band. Like you can't like you can't two step to this. I remember them, yeah. It was just like pushing everybody and being super fucking whack. And then after the show was over, Jeff was like, 
it was Sage. Like, what'd you do to that CYC dude? He's like talking about like fucking like bringing like his friends, like talking about a gun and shit. And like, I had to calm him down. And I was like, if some fucking middle-aged ass fool is going to like talk about bringing a fucking gun to a show with a bunch of fucking like young ass people, then like, you know what? Like, let's get it, I guess. Like, I don't fucking know what else to say. And he was like, no, no, no. Like, I talked to him. Like, everything's chill now. But, like, what happened? And I was like, just fucking, like, hitting on a girl. And I, like, fucking pushed him. Like, and I hit him back. Like, what the fuck do you think? Like, I don't know. I just, I, like, I get the whole, like, don't want to get hit, get out the pit mentality. But, like, I just, I really, really am, like, not cool with watching a girl get kicked in the stomach or fuck no. get hit in the face or, like, anything like that. It's like... I don't know. Like that one show when my friend Jana got kicked, I felt bad because like, like I said, even like even after that, Justin was like, "Yo, are you good, bro? You were just like hitting that dude." I was like, "Yeah, I just don't, I just don't like it when people hit girls." I, I don't know what it is. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but like I, I straight up like, I like it wasn't like at the like at the CYC thing where I kind of made it look like I was like moshing, moshing? or something. Like yeah, this yeah. dude, I just grabbed him by the back of his shirt and like hit him and like. <laughs> not i feel like i looked like a dick but you know to each their own dude sorry no. to give you one last really long answer for your gave you six answers for a two-part <laughs> question <laughs> dude no like and like to go back to that cyc like i it was funny that you t- bring them up is that because like when we started like they were in there but as soon as we started they were they instantly left so i'm glad our my band will make them disappear <laughs> Well, they heard you and they were like, oh, feelings, emotion, thorny <laughs> chug and hammer. <laughs> like, I, like, I don't know. Those, these all just, they're all just looking for the most caveman, gargantuan beat down the rip. And there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, don't, don't let me take away somebody else's fun. I just, I just don't want people acting like our shows are like a place where people can just do whatever the fuck they want. I mean, obviously do whatever the fuck you want within reason, but like, exactly. Don't be like blindly kicking a girl. Like, come on. Exactly. Like, there, that's that's just be... fucking stupid. And like, I mean, I, I don't know. And like I said, I, I don't know what to say because I feel like so many people are like, well, like that's like what you get. Like, don't go to a fucking show then. And it's like, okay, you like, fucking complain about how girls don't go to shows and then you literally kick them out of the show like what Li- the yeah literally yeah so i mean i don't know Te- teach their own i mean i think they only the only reason why they still like us is because like the dude that takes pictures for them fucks with us they asked us, <laughs> they asked us to play a, a show for them actually fuck let me give you sorry one more before we end <laughs> the, the, real, sure. the real the real bad worst show yeah this is the only this is the only show where nobody watched us play and it was for CYC. No way. So they this was like a show we didn't promote. They had asked us to play so long in advance and then we like didn't know what to do and we like forgot about it and they were like, "Well, like are you going to play?" And we honestly were just kind of like, I don't know, we were bored. We didn't want to cancel. We were like, "Why not? Like it'll be like fine. It should be good, right? Like it's in Riverside and that was one of the main reasons why we wanted to do it was because we hadn't really played in Riverside. Okay, that makes sense. I was, I was like, maybe there would be a couple new people, like not our ideal show, but maybe some new hardcore kids, whatever. We show up, and it is a bar with a driving range behind it, like golfing. Yes, golfing. Nice. And, and there's an oh, awning. wow. And then there's this little awning with concrete, and it's like a... It's Brooks like, Bar. Yeah, Brooks Bar. Dude, I played that place. I played there too. 
Yeah, we played there, and it was like the shittiest biker gang of all time. Like they all, none, like they were all there with their wives and kids, but they were like grown ass dudes, like try to play hardcore. Like <laughs> hell yes, kind of funny. But uh, we like we played, and then nobody like moved to us. Like nobody fucking did anything, and like we just basically played to nobody. And the dude that was at that Homeland Fest show was, like, there. And he was just giving me the ugliest look. But he was holding his fucking newborn baby, like, with his, like, <laughs> dude, yes! And I was just, like, thinking about it. I was like, dude, like, what the fuck? Like, are you still going to beef with me all this time later? And, like, while your kids and wife are here? Like, seriously, like, chill the fuck out. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> But I mean, you know, nothing happened. Like it was fine, but that was probably the worst show. Like nobody did anything. It was only the CYC dudes watched us, and like they weren't even like clapping or anything. Like it was just dead silence. And uh, I made the it's, the it's the only time I made the Scott Pilgrim joke where they play, and he goes, "Thank you. We were sex bomb." <laughs> Dude, yes, that's awesome. Yeah, at the end of the show, I was like, "Thank you." CYC, we were face facts. <laughs> dude, that's so cool. That's perfect, dude. That's a great way to end it, man. Yeah, nobody cared. Nobody did anything. And honestly, that was the only show we played when my van was broken down. So, like, when we were waiting to play, like, somebody had to be waiting by the truck the whole time. So, yeah, you know, oh, yep. the, show. The, C- the show we had to open up for CYC. Nobody talked to us. Nobody said hi. No. <laughs> It was just to get back at us because I, I, I said that hitting girls is hitting girls bad. Yeah, <laughs> caveman. <laughs> Hit girls good, riff good. <laughs> I don't know. I just I, I get it. So let, take out your anger. Just just a quick just a quick check over the shoulder is all. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't. We just get a one. But any any closing any closing statements for you or i don't know how you how you end these things i don't uh, know how we no i was, I was just going to say like if if anything you plug your stuff and uh and then we can and then i'll i'll wrap it up oh plug my stuff huh plug, plug um, it dude well uh benoit sage, okay cool that's sage, it Talk sage, to you later. Sage, sage from face facts uh we have a new demo out go listen to it we have some cassettes that will be coming out with it i thought very soon i told everybody very soon and now i'm not sure but they are coming out very <laughs> soon um and there's nobody telling me i can't say this we will have a uk press available as well what oh yeah. dude that's cool yeah. what that. um other than i mean baby if anybody likes baby they can still listen to that i have some solo music i write sad acoustic songs too that aren't the best but i like to That's do it cool. all yeah face facts demo some new music hopefully in the winter i think we're trying to do a two-piece but face facts demo baby solo songs Black Lives Matter, fuck racism, world peace, a cab, suck a dick, Donald Trump. Uh, I think that was all. Dude, that's perfect. That's that's exactly how it's gonna end, man. <laughs> all right, awesome. Hell yeah. Well, have a good rest of your evening. I will now do the ceremony of the smoking weed and drinking alcohol. So I'm glad I didn't do it during your podcast because this would have probably been way longer. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast has ended. 
hasn't it? Okay, well, it hasn't ended forever, but this is the end of it. Okay, see, you, you're, okay, I'm getting nervous. Okay, 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 see, I don't know why I'm saying that, but, but anyways, no, I am, I am, I'm so happy, like, that was so cool, like, I've, I, like, again, I feel, I feel like I say this a lot, but I do, I mean it, like, I've been wanting to talk to this dude for a while now, and I feel like I've only talked to him a couple times in passing at shows and stuff, and I want to see his band so bad again, like, I, it, it's, I, I just can't wait till shows come back, but, like, Sage, thank you for coming on, that was such a cool conversation, like, every, everywhere it went, and all the, like, cool people you know is so sick, man, like, I was so stoked to, to hear all those stories, and, like, I, 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 and I love how, how many tangents we went off on, it was, I love that, that's so much fun to me, and, uh, I, um, so again, thank you, Sage, for coming on. Please check out Face Facts. That band is insane. They just recorded. They just released their 2020 demo. It was recorded by Brad from Local Man Records. So please go check out Face Facts. Check out Local Man Records and let them record your band. But uh, I had so much fun doing this, and uh, so thank you for coming on. Thank you for listening, and I hope you you specifically i'm like i'm pointing at you you literally right there listening okay you can hear me right there can you can hear okay that was weird but uh i hope you have a good night or morning or day or day morning or midday okay i'm sorry but you guys have a good day and i will see you on the next one goodbye